Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to have you back with us again today as we are starting on podcast number 55. As always, we're honored uh, to just come across your airwaves and be part of what's going on. We're excited. We're excited today. And uh, we continue on with uh, uh, Stephanie Wesco and her, her dear friend, Rhonda Hicks. And and uh, we're talking today, we want to cover a specific subject. So in yesterday's podcast, we talked about how um, it, it's really important and, and really easy to get a hold of us or get a hold of someone to get help. At a very minimum, if you're having problems with PTSD, if, if your hearts are hurting, if something's going on like that, at a very minimum, you know, let your pastor know, let people know in your life, let people who love you, people you're around, this isn't something that you should keep to yourself. And that's kind of what we talked about yesterday and how, and, and it did, it went to a good place where uh, Rhonda was talking about how her and her daughters and their family were able to come together and help. And, and I've got to meet, and I, I did pick on Joe Wesco, Stephanie's son, and I kind of left that alone last podcast. I said, he's the knucklehead or something. Joe's a good guy. I was just picking on him in the hopes that he would listen to this uh, because Joe picks on me all the time. But anyway, as we continue on, um, we want to go in a different place today with the podcast and with and with this live video. We actually have both things still going. Uh, we we really want to talk about how to recognize things, things that help, those type of things. And and you know what, my life verse kind of lends itself to this area. My life verse is this: poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. And I'm I'm certainly a poor man who was poor in spirit and. Uh, uh, poor in a lot of ways back then who cried out to the Lord and he heard me and saved me out of all my troubles. And and folks, as you're listening to me today, some of you may be in that place right now where you just feel like your your spirit, your your continence, your life, you, you feel overwhelmed. Stephanie used the term before that she felt like she was drowning. And uh, so we want to go on how to recognize some of those things, how to help each other out. And so I want to pass this over to Stephanie and Rhonda. The, again, thank you for being with us. And uh, here you guys go with it, however you feel about that. So talking about how to recognize what someone's going through and those things uh, as we go on, those types of things that seem to help. So I'm going to throw it to you guys to take from there. Yeah, I think um, when I think of what the Hicks did for the children and I, love comes to mind and um you know you have a lot of people it's easy to say yeah i love you praying for you mm-hmm. but the hicks lived it and um whenever we needed them they were there and yeah. that was huge um i'm honestly not sure where i would be if they hadn't stepped in during those months um when i felt like i was drowning and didn't you know yeah. air felt like water honestly. And it was just like, I have to breathe. (laughs) And, um, so if you have, you know, just talking to, to you out there. And I think right now with, um, you know, people living in panic mode, people who have PTSD have had their triggers set off in every way, Mm -hmm. shape and form through this whole virus, um, this whole COVID thing. And, you know, be there as a friend for those people, be there to listen to them, text them. You know, they may not want to talk. They may be in a place where they're afraid to open up, 
but they'll know yeah. if you're there for them. You know, that does that that goes miles. Just sending a text saying, if you ever want to talk to me, call me. It doesn't matter. I would call Rhonda very late hours, um, like midnight one, and she would talk to me or we would text or whatever. And just that kept me from losing it. And um, I think that's huge. Just the word, you know, that love of that bear, like she said, bearing each other's burdens and just showing the love of Christ and that self-sacrificial love, the Hicks have lived that out. And um, that's had a huge impact on all of my kids and me. And so um, that just comes to mind in the aspect of being there for helping someone. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so Rhonda with that and being there and, what did you notice? What did you uh, kind of go down that road? What you noticed, how you tried to help, what you think was making things better? Well, right at the beginning, um, when Stephanie, when they moved to their, their new house, we were trying to help. And, and I really felt like, okay, we're, we're getting a little bit better. And then she got hit with the whole tumor yeah. thing. And, and, and um, that was like a huge another yeah just a huge setback and it it was kind of like okay I mean we were coming down as often as we could to visit them and we would live about an hour away but we would arrange our schedule so that we could spend the night and you know I just feel like God had put us specifically in Stephanie's life um our children our our younger children are the age of Stephanie's older children and you know, when, when I first started having children and I would hear, you know, people would come over to help me and I'd be like, oh, I can't wait to some have kids someday who can help Stephanie, you know, or help mm-hmm. someone else. Yeah. And uh, when we got to that point, it was like, wow, I mean, my girls are old enough and they've, you know, I mean, they've taken responsibility at home. I can trust that they're going to go and oh, they've been huge fold laundry. <laughs> they're like Mary Poppins, <laughs> just all of them, you know, and, and each one of them have a different talent. Some are better with the kids. Some are better with doing the house, yeah. you know, housework or whatever. But I, I was honored. It was just like, you know, let them go, let them help. And so, but then they're my only kids at home. So it was kind of like, well, I might as well go help too, you know, <laughs> but it was, you know, we kind of needed a bunch of us because there were a bunch of little kids who were also hurting. I mean, yeah. Stephanie's children all had their own sorrow going yeah. on and, you know, I would tell the kids, just be there to listen to them, whatever they need, yeah. you know, help them out. And well, and they lived with that fear when we went through the mm-hmm. tumor thing, you know, my kids had just lost their dad and now mom's got liver tumors and is leaving. I'm, you know, I'm going yeah. to a hospital to get treated yeah. and. Yeah. They, can you imagine? And just to catch my everybody up. My kids, because they were, they had yeah. been through so many forms of, you know, they'd lost everything, yeah. lost their dad, had to evacuate what they had been planning on being home for, you yeah. know, their childhood. And, um, and now mom's sick mm-hmm. and, yeah. um, the Hicks were there to keep. And I, know, think parents, should, I think we should, my parents helped too. I think if someone's watching this, we, we should let you know that, that, uh, in fact, Stephanie has tumors on her liver, uh, but by the grace of God, they've stopped growing and they are not cancerous. So I, I just wanted to inject that in there so yes. there were no other yes. questions. But anyway, going back to you, sorry about that. I just think, you know, there are some people you're, especially on your public page that, uh, you know, we get three or four people who join probably a day. So so yeah. Stephanie's tumors are benign and they're not growing. So keep on praying for that. And back to you, Stephanie. So you went through the trial 
of those tumors before you found out they were bad. And I mean, do you see yourself making that without Rhonda and the kids? I mean, no, uh, no, because the Hicks and my, you know, my parents were there too. Well, it was a, and then Debbie, you know, that by that point we had just, just gotten to know you guys. I mean, God's timing, honestly, if we hadn't had you in the equation, I probably would have committed suicide. Um, I really think I was at that the day I found out I had tumors, um, if I hadn't had to call, I probably would have killed it was myself a day. that day. Yeah. It was a very bad day. And so, um, yeah, I just remember know, the phone call the- started off with I'm drowning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the first two words you said. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I really believe God had brought like a nucleus together and God bonded us all together really mm-hmm. during that time. Yeah. And, um, you know, now looking back and, and now it's kind of crazy, but you look back at sweet memories, but mm-hmm. you know, Ron and Debbie went with me and yeah. kept me from losing it, you know, during the waiting time frames between tests and appointments. And, um, yeah. yeah, there was just, they were encouraging someone who is discouraged or depressed or has PTSD, you know, never underestimate the power of encouragement. Um, I think sometimes we just say, oh, you know, no, being kind, being encouraging is like the greatest gift in the world to someone, be it an adult, be it a child, be it a teenager, you know, your words, again, they're life or death and words of encouragement, words of you can do this. God's, you know, God's got you. Mm -hmm. Um, that's huge. And, um, sometimes just being there, not even necessarily words. I know. Yeah. Sometimes not saying anything, but just being there in the room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be conversation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can just be the presence being there and, Mm -hmm. and, Knowing that you're not going through this, you know, I knew I had the Lord. I knew I had in my head, I knew in my heart, I knew I had the Lord, but God has given us. That's the point of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And if we've become so sophisticated in our churches that the body of Christ can't help each other when someone's down, you know, instead of kicking someone when they're down and saying, get your heart with God, you know, when there's not an obvious sin thing there, maybe see if there's something going on that you don't know about, or there's something deeper there and yeah. there's a reason that they're hurting and let's not kick our wounded. Yeah. And I let's think to bandage them and help yeah. them and encourage them. And, and I think that there's a really good point here. I think uh, with this whole concept, this whole idea is we all see people all the time, but there's a normalcy and a good feeling when those you love and care for most show up and are part of the healing process. Yeah. You know, um, with those people you love, those people you care about, you regularly have conversations with, a lot of times those people shut down. They, they, they feel like they don't know what to do. And, and you guys just made a good point. Just being there, mm-hmm. you know, just helping out, just hanging out with the kids. Because who knows what the kids were thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly there's a million things going through their mind. I remember having the conversation with Stephanie uh, and later on that day with her dad. And I just told Stephanie, you, you have to tell the kids. And I remember that somewhere on my camera, there's a picture, uh, and I don't know if it made the book, but there, there's a picture, should have, uh, there's a picture of Stephanie telling the kids about the tumors and, and stuff like that. Because I just felt like, uh, and I felt like Stephanie's really handled this extremely well, just always keeping the kids, this is what's going on with mom. 
you know, and I think, you know, if there's an underlying lesson for this podcast, for this video, your kids know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you, you know, we have to be probably at that place where we're, we're just honest with our kids. And I, I think that's what, I think one of the reasons Stephanie's kids are doing so well now is because, you know, Stephanie's an open book, even when you're not opening it, you know, she's, she, and that's the way we all should be, you know, is just be honest with each other. And though, and I didn't mean that in a bad way. Uh, <laughs> We should just be honest with each other. I remember I threw Debbie, my wife. I wish Debbie was here. Debbie's actually working with Daniel uh, this afternoon. But uh, uh, I'll tell you, I think uh, I think perhaps the hardest thing about life is illness, uncertainty, and death. And 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 I think uh, you know Stephanie had dealt with the death. The uncertainty, all those uncertain issues. People did rally around her. There was, um, you know, there was a given page. People helped financially. People helped wonderfully, uh, mm-hmm. which that helped the uncertainty quite a bit. But still dealing with the death and coming back. And right after that, you have terrible pain. You have tumors. You have all that. So what would you say to somebody, Stephanie, who's watching right now as we wrap up? What would you say to somebody who's going through the junk? Uh, I mean, they're just... They don't know what's going on medically. They don't know what's going on with life. And there's a lot of them I have. I counted uh, over the last two days. I've been making. T- I have 15 friends with COVID-19 that I know of on my Facebook page. But what would you say to somebody who's going through the junk right now to do with their families, the lessons you learn? What would you say to them? I would say, um, first of all, remember that you have a God. Yeah. We can't see, but that we, we can trust. Mm-hmm. He's walking through... The valley with us mm-hmm. and um his promises are true they're always true that don't don't slip and lose hold of that foundation of god's word yeah. and of his promises because they are sure they are steadfast and um reach out if if you have someone mm-hmm. that you can call that you can text that you can say pray for me mm-hmm. um do that you know, if you don't want to talk about what you're feeling, that's fine. But just say, hey, I need prayer right now or whatever. Or call call AFBM's number, call Wounded Spirits. Yeah. Um, get in contact with us. Um, if you can, have, if you have Facebook access, send us a, a private message. Um, but reach out. Don't, don't do something foolish or make a, a wrong decision because you're at the end of your rope because you know, it's, it's okay. If you're at the end of your rope, life takes us there, mm-hmm. but there is hope there is. and stay there. Yeah. Um, there's people that want to help you. And, um, remember that you can talk to God. Um, and that I love the fact that we have a savior. We have a God who loves us. And, you know, there was many times the only words that would come out of my mouth was God or Lord, I couldn't even get out, could barely get out starting the prayer. And most of my prayers were, God help me. That's all I could get out. Um, a lot of times it didn't even get that far. And, um, God heard those cries, you know, he's there. He lifts us up out of that miry clay and he will set your feet on a rock and, um, pray. You can, you know, you always have that direct line to the great physician, to the God who loves you, the God who died for you. And if he died for you, if he loved you that much, he loves you enough to to help you, to sustain you, to help you heal. And um, so don't lose hope. Um, 
Yeah. Never hope in God. He's yeah. always trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, I, it's, it seems like it went by so quickly, but, uh, Thank you, ladies, for your input, and thank you, folks, who are listening to this podcast and watching this video live. We killed a couple birds with one stone, but we are—we uh, really wanted to put this video together. But we, we wish you all a very wonderful day, and uh, come back and make sure you recommend our podcast. You can find, you can, uh, you can send us a private message on Help for Wounded Spirits. It's a Facebook page. Send us a private message. One of us will get it, and we'll figure out how to get a hold of you. Uh, we just want to help. We just want to help make some recommendations. Remember Stephanie's book, To Die is Gain, uh, Find an Abundant Life and Death. It's out on Amazon. Uh, God bless you, folks. We love you. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.